Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Today, we are going to get a bit deeper into that portion of Psalm 90, where Moses began to speak about who knows the power of your anger. Who knows the power of God's anger? And we are going to be giving you examples of those nations or individuals that had to experience the power of God's anger so that we also, who are living in our times, will not feel so far removed and we will evaluate the things that are going on in our lives, the things going on in our nation, along with the examples that we are going to be showing you. I wanted to pay attention to three things mainly. What were the things that these nations or individuals, what did they do that called for the anger of the Lord? Number two, what were the elements with which God dealt with those nations or individuals? And number three, what lessons are we going to be learning for ourselves and for our own generation? particularly in the light of all the events that are going on, whether it's with respect to weather, or whatever it is that you see around you that you would typically ignore. When you see those clips, please pay attention and look at those three things and note them down, because they will help you in deciphering what's going on around us today. The first example that we are going to be looking at was the sinking or the drowning of the old world, as we call it. Mm. Let's go to Genesis chapter 6, and let's take it from verse 1 all the way to verse 5, reading from the Living Bible. Genesis 6 from verse 1, the Living Bible. Now a population explosion took place upon the earth. It was at this time that beings from the spirit world looked upon the beautiful earth women, and took any they desired to be their wives. Then Jehovah said, My spirit must not forever be disgraced in man. Holy evil as he is, I will give him 120 years to mend his ways. Wow. I will give him 120 years to mend his ways. What do you, what does that want, what those 120 years, what does that remind you of? He spoke to the exact time for the preparation of the ark. Because the ark was in preparation for 120 years. Mm. From the time that God decided it was time to judge, that, to judge those people, he gave them a specific time of warning. That was in the time of Noah. Yes, my dear, it is in the times of Noah. Mm. But the point to note here, number one, Angels, rebellious angels, left their habitation, took on forms where they cohabited with women. That, first and foremost, breached God's conditions of righteousness for angels because they had their own abode, mm. which they were not supposed to break, mm. number one. Number two, the center of the evil that they did predicated on taking on women 
all in the bid to make sure that what God said in Genesis chapter 3 did not come to pass when he said, your seed will bruise the head of the serpent. They came to, force, to, 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 to thwart, as it were, God's redemption plan. But little did they know that hell cannot rise against God's plans. Amen. I am giving you these tips so that you can reflect upon your life, the life of your nation. These people left the boundaries that God gave them. Two, they took steps to negate the plan, God's plan of salvation. And all of you, whether by law or by whatever means you think you have power to try and stop the prosperity of God's gospel, you can relate to yourself that you won't be the first to do that. The same end that came to them will come to you. You have a chance to repent. Go on, please. In those days and even afterwards, mm. when the evil being from the spirit world were sexually involved with human women, their children became giants of whom so many legends are told. Mm -hmm. When the Lord God saw the extent of human wickedness and that the trend and direction of men's lives were only towards evil, he was sorry he had made them. It broke his heart. And of significance is the fact that he gave a warning. I will give man 120 years to mend, his ways. to mend his ways. Listen to me, dear friend. Consider the things that you are hearing as evidence or warning that God is giving you. Mm. Mend your ways. Turn away from your unrighteousness. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while yet he is near. Let the wicked man forsake his ways. And the unrighteous man let him forsake his thoughts and return to the Lord. Because the same way the eternal God vented his anger upon this generation, it's coming. And we are speaking to you. Be careful. Now, as you will find in Genesis chapter 7, this man, Noah, God said, I found one man. I found one man righteous. And that man was Noah. And God gave specific instructions to Noah as to what he should do. That rain will fall had never been experienced on the face of the earth. Before so people, people, people just said, these guys have come with their madness again. Mm -hmm. As some of you will say, by the time we get to the fullness of the things we are sharing with you, that these people have come again. You won't be the first to come that way. The people in the days of Noah saw him building the ark, saw his children, and 120 years is not a short period. They grew so used to it that initially they will criticize and then they will just be passing back and forth, go around their business and so on, and think, leave that madman alone. But the madman knew he heard from God. He knew he heard from God. And all we are appealing to you, even if, if, if these are the voices of men that you are listening to, seek God, hear from him concerning the times we are living in. If these are normal times, if they are not, then look at your ways. Look at the judgment that came upon these nations and consider that the same 
can come upon our times, and indeed is coming upon our times. Mm. So, for 120 years, they had the opportunity to change their ways, but they did not. Business as usual. In the way that the Word of God put it in the New Testament, Jesus himself said, as it was in the days of Noah, people went about their business. Plenty of weddings. Plenty of money making. As it is what is most uppermost in our hearts now. And in that time, when they did not expect, what they thought had never happened, happened. The rains came. The whole world, as was known then, was flooded down until every living soul, every living, whether animals, except those who entered into that ark of salvation, mm. all of them perished. I invite you, if you haven't known to the Lord, if you have not committed your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, this is time for you to consider your ways and come to the ark of salvation, who is Jesus Christ himself. Mm. So, if you go to that Genesis chapter 7, and just very quickly read through the things that happened there, because it's important that people should, should follow and see that God will bring his word to pass. So you, should, you may choose not to believe. Mm -hmm. He will bring his word to pass. Amen. Go on. Genesis chapter 7. Finally the day came when the Lord said to Noah. Finally the day came. I wonder whether Noah himself was beginning to think, mm. I, what is this When one? is this going to happen? You have just put me to shame now. Mm. For one day one, year one, year two, year three, year four, year, year 120. But finally mm. the day came. Yes? And the Lord said to Noah, go into the boat with all your family. Come up hither. Yes? For among all the people of the earth, I consider you alone to be righteous. Mm. Bring in the animals too, a pair of each, except those kinds I have chosen for eating and for sacrifice. Take seven pairs of each of them, and seven pairs of every kind of bird. Thus, there will be every kind of life reproducing again after the flood has ended. One week from today, I will begin 40 days and night of rain. I want to be, most people don't pay attention to numbers. Why did he say one week? How many, how many days are in a week? Seven days. Seven. That number seven is coming again. Mm. A cycle of seven. Mm. A cycle of seven. And I, I keep drawing attention to this because you will see it feature continuously about as to the timing of God's asking his people to come into his rest. Come into my rest. Come into the place of salvation. In a week, in seven days precisely, yes, go on. One week from today, I will begin 40 days and nights of rain, and all the animals and birds and reptiles I have made will die. So Noah did everything the Lord commanded him. He was 600 years old when the flood came. He boarded the boat with his wife and sons and their wives to escape the flood. With him were all the various kinds of animals, those for eating and sacrifice, and those that were not, and the birds and reptiles. They came into the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God commanded Noah. One week later, when Noah was 600 years, two months, and 17 days old, the rain came down in mighty torrents from the sky 
and the subterranean waters burst forth upon the earth for forty days and night. But Noah had gone into the boat that very day with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animals, domestic and wild, and reptiles and birds of every sort, two by two. They came, male and female, just as God had commanded. Then the Lord God closed the door and shut them in. For 40 days, the roaring floods prevailed, covering the grounds and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the water rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely upon it, until finally the water covered all the high mountains under the whole heaven. Standing 20, 22 feet and more above the highest peak, and all living things upon the earth perished, birds, domestic and wild animals, and reptiles, and all mankind, everything that breathed and lived upon dry land. All existence on the earth was blotted out, man and animals alike, and reptiles and birds. God destroyed them all, leaving only Noah alive and those with him in the boat, and the water covered the earth 150 days. Who knows the power of your anger? Mm. This is what we are trying to bring home to each one of us listening to this. Just look at your imagination. Going back to the things that I asked you to take note of, what was God's weapon here? Water. Water. Lagos State Government did something that was unusual in this last one week. Came with a public announcement for the first time, at least in my own, in my own reckoning, warning everybody of the level of rain that was likely to fall. About 240 days. And for what period? That's an extraordinarily long period for rain to mm, fall. Mm. And in terms of the depth, giving a warning to people, don't block channels because floods will come. Mm. May God teach us to number our days mm. and apply our hearts to wisdom. Amen. Water. Look at the men in those days. The way the earth was, it was just dew coming from heaven. They had never seen rain before. So imagine people who don't know how to swim mm. and those who thought they were strong enough to climb mountains and go to the highest mountain so that the water would not reach them. The water went 22 feet above the highest mountain. The highest mountain. Wow. So whatever giant was living at that time, also, mm. no matter how tall they thought they were, mm. awesome God. Who knows the power of your anger? Are you going to wait to experience the power of the anger of God? I chose to bring these examples to you of the reality of the things that history has actually proved happened. So this has gone beyond the realms of myth. History proved that the flood happened. So if it did, then you better be careful because God will bring his word to pass. They breached the righteousness of God. 
They wanted to thwart the plans of God. Those who were warned refused to hear. And the judgment came as God has spoken. Who knows the power of your anger? Give me that verse again. In that Psalm 90, because it's important. I want it to ring in the hearts of the people. That's verse 11 and verse 12. Uh, verse 12 in particular. Psalm 90 ESV. Yes. Mm. Verse 11. Yes. Who considers the power of your Who anger? Who considers the power of the anger of the Lord? Yes. And your wrath according to the fear of you. And your wrath according to the fear of you. So teach us to number our days. So it is, the, 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 the Paul said it in another place. He said, knowing therefore the terror, the terror of the Lord, we ask men to do what? To turn back from their wicked ways. Knowing therefore the wrath of the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 5. I think I want, I want that quoted so that we can see. I, I don't want to belittle this and I don't want to belittle the enormity of what we are trying to convey to you. Even those who didn't live in the days of the flood. Even those who didn't live in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Even those who didn't live in the days of Pompeii. This man got to understand and it got to him to know what it is that God was saying. Second Corinthians chapter 5. I think it's verse 11. Verse 11. Verse 11. Therefore, yes. knowing the fear of the Lord. Knowing therefore the fear of the Lord, we, or the terror of the Lord, or the anger of the Lord, yes. We persuade others. I'm persuading you. But what we are is known to God. Mm. And I hope it is known also to your conscience. Thank you. So, all we are saying to you is that these things are not intended to be looked at and ignored. Let's go to the second example that happened in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember the things that I asked you to take up to pay attention to? What was it that these people did that angered God? What instrument did God use to bring about judgment to them? And seeing this, what is your reflection on how you are living your life? Now you will find, in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, Genesis chapter 19, I believe it is. Genesis chapter 19. That evening, the two angels came to the entrance of the city of Sodom, and Lot was sitting there as they arrived. When he saw them, he stood up to meet them and welcomed them. Sirs, he said, come to my home as my guest for the night. You can get up as early as you like and be on your way again. Oh, no thanks, they said. We'll just stretch out here along the streets. But he was very urgent until at last they went home with him. And he set a great feast before them, complete with freshly baked unleavened bread. After the meal, as they were preparing to retire for the night, the men of the city, yes, Sodomites, young and old from all over the city, surrounded the house and shouted to Lord, Bring out those men to us so we can rape them. Stop now. Who gathered there? Who are the people who gathered around the house of, um, of, of Lot? The men of the city, young the and old. The men of the city, young and old. The people who came into Lot's house, were they women? They were men. They were men. So men wanted to do what? To rape men. To rape men. You understand what it is that was happening there. That's the obvious side of it. 
The non-obvious side of it is that these men came as strangers in the city. The city refused to show hospitality to them. Somebody chose to exercise hospitality to strangers. And it's good for you to begin to see what has gone wrong in our society, in the society in which we live in. Who of us feels comfortable to bring in strangers into our house now? <laughs> you are riding on the road and you can see so many people are standing on the road and so on and so forth. You can see the agony. But the fear of the wickedness. Who, I mean, in the past, we used to say, okay, right, so you are going to Lagos, come into my mm. car. You don't know. One of the guys who worked in the office, uh, one of the offices I'm associated with during this last week, he stopped his car because he wanted to urinate. He was under pressure. I, he stopped the car. Unfortunately for him, he thought he was, he was just going, going to quickly pee on the side. He left the engine running. While he was peeing, somebody entered his car and drove the car away. Oh this is real life story. So you can see the nature of the society itself has changed. We have people no longer observe the basic principles of social responsibility. It was present in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. It was present in the days of, uh, of, Lot, of, 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 of Lot also, where people just by virtue of that they were, they were strong and they were forceful, they could trample upon people's liberty and take what belonged to them. Thanks for listening. Join us again on Wednesday for the concluding part of today's sermon. For more information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.